Welcome back, welcome back. On today's episode, we celebrate our life. And what I mean by that is in our situations, we have a new birthday. You want to elaborate on that one? I guess it's, you know, called what your life day, your celebration of life. Yes. Yeah. So the day we got hurt is pretty much the day we were like reborn. Yeah. It's our resurrection. we, We celebrate having life on this day. Yes. You know, so today we celebrate our life because Sonny and I, it's coming up. It's coming up. Yep. So mine, August 12th, yours? August 4th. Can you believe we got hurt? Seven like, days. Like, or eight yeah. days, technically. Yeah. yeah. Can't believe we got hurt that. I mean, same that year. Post. Same year. 2012. You know. God knew this bromance was... It, yeah, it was meant to it be. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. If it's meant to be, it'll be. So We're just the, hitting them, those music notes ever since Marna's episode. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but we have not even changed or moved since last week. No. We've we stayed in the same spot. Um, You know, just been chilling here the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same underwear, everything. Yeah, still wearing my dirty pee pants. You smell good though. I don't know how you pull it off. Like you literally fart roses or something. It I, you know good. why? The fragrance it's, is good. It's because you know I get some of that fresh air that yeah. only someone standing six foot three could get. Yeah, and it's the only true. the only way to get up there, it's kind of, it's not it's not as hard as you may think. It's actually pretty easy. Stand easy stand yeah yeah only way to get up there smell the roses baby is to get in that easy stand so thank you to them making all this possible we love you guys for those you don't know many benefits from standing up definitely such as god stretching out the hamstrings stretching out those hammies getting the glutes fired up glutes yes you know and that um, blood pressure the bone density for me my mine's an easy stand um glider glider so i'm yeah. able to do a little bit of cardio in there mm-hmm. um you know i love it also like if i meet somebody who's never known me before i like to show them my full frame yeah so that they feel the full you you are full a full frame you are a full frame full. beautiful person wow are you trying to say a full figure f- f- m- model m- 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 thank you man beautiful. appreciate that beautiful yeah um uh, but it's just got uh a million and one little tricks little you know yeah. fabuloso qualities. yeah yeah you get to hit that glide you get that stride see this, yeah. is, this is me on sunny's thing right here it's like wow, the gazelle fancy. back in the day you like that yeah yeah, yeah. anyways anyways uh yeah so so we're gonna take a, a deep dive mm-hmm into oh this wow! Too eight too soon, bro. Too eight soon? years too soon. Too soon. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we both dove head. First yeah, we did actually. Really yeah. dove head first into this one. But you know, it's interesting to always hit our anniversary um, dates. You know, so we kind of want to like go behind the scenes on this one, pull back the mm-hmm. curtains, um, and talk about the range of emotions we feel on this anniversary date because we are yeah. hitting our, our eighth year. Eighth year, bro. Unimaginable. Yeah. Crazy. Unimaginable. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to kind of go through the roller coaster of emotions that we dealt from year one to year eight. Uh, but at the end of the day, it is a celebration. Yeah. And uh, man, how the emotions have changed yes. on this specific day over the years. Yeah. You know, because I could tell you eight days in, eight months in, I still thought, damn, dude, I'm, I'm walking out of this. Yeah. Like I'm still, this is a short term thing. Absolutely. You know, and here we are eight years later. Yeah. Um, not to say there hasn't been progress that's been made. Right. Like amazing strides I think have been taken. Yeah. Um, without having, you know, that cure out there, that thing, you know, yeah. it's like there's so much growth and potential within us. Um, even when 
those physical limitations still exist. So we could talk in, about those today too. Let's dial it all the way back though to year one. Oh. Um, give me your thoughts, your your fills. Where were you at year one on the anniversary? What your mind state physically? Does it, give us the rundown. Where were you? Man, denial still. Yep. Still kind of feeling like I'm going to charge through this thing and beat it. Uh, this is longer than I expected, but I'm a fighter. Yeah. I'm going to keep working out. I'm going to keep doing it, and I'm going to snap out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like that was literally the mentality. And, you know, I, I had the immense benefit of having an amazing supporting crew around me, you know, friends, family, loved ones. Um, that really kept me positive. Um, and I think that's, you know, I was kind of operating at that surface level yeah. often, you know, still going here and there and figuring out, cause that first year is such a bitch, just trying to figure yeah. out everything, getting settled in back home again after the hospital, you know, figuring out your whole routine, showers, bathroom, getting dressed, yeah. eating, you know, going out, you know, I think. I was wildly insecure, but I still was operating at like in a state of denial right. where I, I was blindly optimistic at what was going to be coming, Absolutely. you know? So that first year when it came, it was like, it was so fast because the first year is such a blur. It is such a blur. There's so much going on, so many changes. So the first year didn't even really sink in. How about, how about for you? Yeah, I, I, Totally have the same feels, man. Um, fog. It just feels like a foggy, um, dewy morning that you just never, the sun never comes out. It never clears up. Um, extreme, extreme denial, year one, um, about what the situation is. Um, you know, there, there were, I never panicked. I felt like, okay, tomorrow the miracle is going to happen. I'm going to like wake up and all oh, my, my toes are moving. Because right. they, they, the doctors do tell you, they tell you the hard truth. They also tell you there's a lot of healing in the first two years. Right. Like a lot of swelling gets out of your spine mm -hmm. and, you know, you do, re, you know, get some function back here or there. Um, so the first year was nothing but denial. Um, every day I woke up, I was like, okay, something new is going to happen. Um, but my body completely changed from going, how I went to the bathroom to um, how, how I was eating to, you know, I started off with a, a feeding tube and a trach to... Just trying to find yeah. some kind of normalcy day in and day out. Mm -hmm. um, get the right help involved and stuff. Yep. Um, but yeah, year one, complete fog. Um, yeah. I look back on it now and I, I, you know, a lot of the depression, a lot of anxiety, a lot mm -hmm. of what ifs. Um, actually, to be honest with you too, there's a lot of like, why am I still here? Yeah. If I'm going to be in this form, I'm going to have to deal with life this way. Why am I even here? Because I, I felt uh, extremely worthless um, super yeah. dependent, um, a burden. Yeah. Um, so year one, I, I want to say there was every emotion you could put out there. I felt it. I dealt with it. Um, but I am proud of myself though. I did not hide from it. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that, I didn't turn to any kind of drugs, alcohol, or yeah. quick fixes. I literally said, I'm just going to deal with these emotions. Yeah. And I think that's where I was at in year two. Okay. Um, you know, when I got hurt, I was in a relationship, a long-term relationship. Um, uh, but about the year and a half mark, you know, that was about five and a half years of this relationship gone, done. And, Ouch. uh, yeah. And, you know, so, it, in an interesting fashion, you're with that person for four years. 
when I got hurt, that was four, at years. four years. And okay. then, you know, it was probably about a, a year, year and a half in, something like that, you know. Um, and they just couldn't, ha- just couldn't handle it, you know, couldn't hang. And that first year is brutal. I totally get it. You know, like how I'm old were you again? Twenty four. Twenty four. You really got hurt. Yeah. Really so um, when that second year came around, um, I think especially between like years two and four, you know, it was just dark, dude. Just yeah. really hating myself. A lot of regret. A lot of guilt. Um, you know, just a lot of anger and frustration of not being able to fix this and hating being that burden you know and it was just and and listen when we're talking man we're talking like spans of years it is a tough place and a very tough situation to operate in um you know finding finding a smile we know is not easy so um you got to sympathize with people who are going through stuff mental illness is very real very difficult like i i remember just being in a dark fog yeah and literally not seeing or hearing anything and it was like really gnarly yeah really gnarly like not being at all present feeling out of body being so angry so frustrated so depressed um and it was a tough place to be in yeah for me year two uh, i felt like i was turning a corner because on my anniversary i remember i went back to the dmv got my license back Nice. And I was driving. Um, I had a, a party that you attended. Yep. Um, and I just started dating again, and I thought I found a, a really cool chick. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, okay, things maybe are heading in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but still, I I always felt like I was always getting closer, but then I was so far away. Because then, like, w- one month I would have, like, oh, man, I'm getting my license back. I'm dating this cool chick, and this is happening, and I, I'm, I'm turning the corner. And then a month later, all right, that chick's gone. She couldn't handle what was really going on. I could drive, but I don't yep. want to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, I kind of had separated myself from all my friends. And I was really like, you know, if I do go out, I need help with this, that, the other. Right. And I just wasn't ready to approach that. Um, so, yeah, I'm the same with you. Like, from year two to four, it was, I was finding normalcy. But every time I felt like I turned a corner, it was another hit uphill battle. For sure. So I felt like I made progress. And as I was turning the corner... I felt like, okay, it's, we're getting it down, down slope. And as I turned the corner, I was like, nope, we're going back up again. Yeah. And I felt myself hitting challenge after challenge. I feel that. And I think in that time too, I was kind of establishing, you know, my way of survival and, you know, yeah. my way of coping with this because coping for me was always physical. Yeah. Always getting out, doing something physical, going surfing, skating, you know, playing ball, like doing something, um, you know, and realizing I was at pretty much my rock bottom. Never have been deeper or darker than that. Um, having to find ways and, you know, just bite my lip and go after things that were productive that I didn't want to be going after because I was just too pissed off. Yeah. You know, starting to find that help, starting to invest in myself in ways that sucked because I hate myself so much. I didn't want to like invest in myself. Um, but That's strong though, to say you hated yourself for real. Yeah. It's, it really what, was why, a, like what was it? What did, you know, just the situation you found yourself in? I think for me, I've always been so hard on myself and have such high expectations that I feel like my current state was like basically just 
a massive failure of what life could have and you know quote unquote should have been right. for me you know and so um just living each day in every little situation that you know didn't go right i'd blame on myself and i hated myself for i mean we joke about it still today yeah. like how we'd go out and i'd spill salsa on my shirt yeah and i would lose it you know yeah. i was just so down on myself that any little thing that went wrong it's like well, I'm an idiot. I don't deserve to be here. Why do I even f- try? You know, yeah. and it's like it, it was not a good place to be living in. But you know, in that pain, in that dark place, you know, you have to fucking keep looking for light. Yeah, you have to keep looking for it, even when you don't want to. You gotta just keep reaching, keep crawling, doing whatever you can to find that light because you know the darkness will swallow you up eventually. You know, it's yeah. happened to too many people. Um, so I started making those strides of investing into myself, you know, like what, what's the next thing? What am I going to do? Can, how can I grow myself? You know, like, do I go back to work? What's that look like? You know, um, can I turn this attitude around? What's that look like? How can I make my living situation look better? You know, and start like actually going out there and doing it, you know? And I was fortunate to have the friends that would take me out, you know, keep me social you know, that was a big part of it as well. And also finding people that advocate for you, you know, like yeah. go back to my mama bear, you know, just looking for things to make my life easier in any little way. Like, even if it's like, oh, you know, when I'm sitting on the shower chair and my feet need to be up like an inch, is there some kind of pad or some kind of platform I could do? Just little damn things that, you know, you don't want to invest in. Finally have to start taking those strides no matter how right. much it hurts to I found myself in year two and four, like I've pretty much exhausted every kind of therapy you could think of. Uh huh. Cause the first two years it was all about therapy. Like I'm going to try everything on this planet that is available yeah. to me. Yeah. And at, between two and four, I felt like I've exhausted every therapy. Um, and I also felt like I was waiting, like I'm waiting for this miracle to happen. I'm waiting for this to come through. I'm waiting for this girl to find me and help me now. Yep. Like, I felt like I was in this waiting period yeah. between two and four. Um, and I just found myself on a roller coaster of emotions um, and around 30. Because I got hurt around 27. Mm-hmm. I was 26. I was turned 27 uh, that March. Um, and I found around 30. I just felt like I had hit rock bottom. How was that for you, like approaching 30, kind of th- in that situation? Was that like tough? Was that like a hump that was like... Yeah. A mile marker that you thought you should be at X point in your life by that time? Yeah. And I, and like it, I felt like my prime was being wasted in a body I didn't, I didn't want. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like the opportunities that I had were all dried up. Um, I felt like my relationships were suffering because I was in a wheelchair. So like I felt by 30, I would have a career locked in. I would have, you know, maybe a potential uh, wife or something, you know, brewing in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have way more independence. Yeah. Um, and I felt like I would be putting together my physical with my knowledge. So like mentally, emotionally, physical would all be coming yeah. together. Yeah. And reality, I was emotionally destroyed, physically broken, um, no relationships on the horizon and no future in sight. So mm-hmm. when I hit 30, it was like everything just hit me all at once. And I just found myself in like a, I remember celebrating my birthday and I just went down a rabbit hole that I would never go in. And I just, you know, just drank myself stupid. And I was just mm-hmm. so much in a bad place. 
Yeah, I feel that, dude. And I think what I think a good place for us now, you know, in this part of the conversation is, you know, it seems like we hit our rock bottom. Yeah. And it took even years to get there. You think like, you Your know, injury. right when you think right when this happens, yeah. you're going to be like, you know, worse off than ever. It's like, man, no, it it takes a while to set in, maybe because we're just stubborn ass guys. Yeah. But um, no, I I think what I want to talk about now is like, okay, celebrating life. Yep. How can we celebrate life when we are at this rock bottom? You know, how right. can we celebrate the fact that's like, congratulations, you're breathing. Yeah. You know, and it's like, what is there to celebrate? You know, I want to play devil's advocate for someone out there who's struggling. It's like, right. what the hell is there to celebrate? What do you say about that? Well, looking back on it now, had I just accepted what reality was, I, I could turn the corner quicker. Yeah. You know, it was my own self-denial. It was my own um, stubbornness. It was my pride that got in the way of me really self of self-discovery. You know, um, I always had the attitude like, yeah, I got put in this position for a reason. Uh, God saved me. I need to, you know, figure this out. I can't quit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to quit, but I can't quit. Um, but it was, for me, I think the turning point really came at the point of acceptance. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Um, acceptance came later for me, but, um, you know, part of that, that bottom that I was talking about, that rock bottom and starting to invest in myself, part of that was, you know, my spiritual health too. Oh, and yeah. started going, you know, to church and, you know, kind of finding my faith again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I give mad props to uh, uh, Saddleback Church for that. Like for, for me, um, you know, I was living in Anaheim right across from Angel Stadium. Yeah. And they were running, um, you know, services right out of the Grove of Anaheim there, right across oh, really? the street. Literally right out of my balcony, I'm looking at them, like, wow. setting up for Sunday. And yeah. it's like, yo, like, I was raised Catholic, um, you know, too. probably more of, like, a holiday Catholic going, like, you know, Easter, Christmas, Lent, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, more personal about my faith than, you know, an every Sunday type. But I felt like it was it was a sign for me to, you know, why is this here? And I'm searching for something, searching for something more. And I know now at this point that it's not something that I myself can fix. Right. I have to put, you know, my faith into something bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and for me, that faith was God. And, yeah. you know, started going to church and, you know, hearing the message and knowing that there is a purpose behind this pain. And once I could start applying purpose to my pain, pain almost became not an addiction, but my uh, a complete perspective shift mm-hmm. on, you know, pain that I could choose, productive pain, you know, putting in extra hours here, um, reading when I didn't want to, you know, like those kinds of decisions where pain is doing me good. Yep. And knowing that the physical pain and the shit that sucks, all that kind of pain is only going to make me stronger for the next day and right. the next situation. Um, so while it's really hard to live there, I knew that God had a plan for my life. Um, and that was it, man. Honestly, finding, finding my faith again really allowed me to find a purpose. Um, and I mean, you just, you know, listen to a little bit of gospel. And I think there, there's a, there's a whole world out there that will, I mean, unleash within you. I think there's so much that we're capable of that we have the potential to be, um, and it comes with perspective and, you know, serving others, not just yeah. yourself. And, 
you know, serving a, a greater purpose and a, you know, higher being. So and that was really important to me. I'm going to hit you with it right now. Yeah. I'm going to hit you with it. I think yeah, me, me and you both struggled so much with this, uh, besides acceptance, mm-hmm. was surrendering. Dude. Surrendering, okay? Yeah. And because me and you I don't, being, I don't wave no white flag. No. no. And I, I, we looked at it as surrendering as quitting. It's giving up. But what, really what we gave into was, like you just said, God's plan. We mm-hmm. surrendered. And I feel like in the, from year one through four and five, I wanted to control every move. Yep. I felt like I needed to. Uh, my yep. life was out of control before. Now I need to control everything. And in hindsight, though, it wasn't so much I needed to control everything. It was like I needed to get my priorities straight. I needed to accept the challenge. And mm-hmm. I needed to surrender that it's not always going to work out the way I plan. Yeah. But it's going to work out the, like the way it's supposed to. For sure. You know, and surrendering around year five is when I think everything changed for me. Yeah. I accepted the wheelchair, you know, mm-hmm. and like I joke and I've said it a million times, it's the whole sunny and chair thing. Yep. Okay, this is now part of my journey. I accept it. And then I surrendered that I'm going to put myself out there, you know, when it came to jobs, relationships, friendships, whatever, this podcast, we're putting ourselves yep. out there. Mm-hmm. And whatever's meant to be is meant to be, you know, or que Sarah, Sarah, you know, like whatever's meant yeah. to be, it's meant to be. Yeah. And from that point on, I felt like my life completely took a 180. And from that point on, it's just been like sending me turning corners and going uphill. It's been turning corners and going downhill. Yeah. And I started catching momentum and speed in certain things. And every time I open myself up to an opportunity, it may not be what I thought it's going to be, but it led me to something even better. Yeah, dude, I love it. And, you know, going back to waving that white, white flag, I specifically remember having a deep conversation that it was like why not just like give in and like they they asked me like why not just you know take it easy on yourself why not just like you know give in to the situation and make the best out of it and it was like why the would i want to accept a lower standard for my life you know and the idea i built in my head was that this life is less is less than it's not worth what I had before yeah. just purely based on physical ability. Right. Um, and I never had an aha moment. I never had a switch that flipped, but through those small investments over a period of time, my wall started coming down yeah. brick by brick. And I started seeing clearer and seeing beyond my little, you know, circle my little fortress that I built up around myself. Yeah. You start taking it down and only through challenges and the pain that you choose to endure, you know, for a purpose, only then was I able to start seeing clearer. And once you get like a taste of that like productivity, that that effect you can have on people, start having an impact. Yeah. And just like having an authentic smile and you're like, Oh shit, wait, I'm not wasting my time being mad right now because I can't you know, stand up and cheer during this part of the game, like just dumb shit like that. It's like you start surrendering and it's not a surrender at all. It's empowering. Yeah. You know? And, uh, that's one thing too. I think it takes a lot of courage to, you know, swallow that pride and accept that you aren't necessarily in control of your situation. You know, there is a lot more at play than what you had in mind. Right. And, uh, you know, once you kind of figure that out and apply it, 
okay. on a like establishing a routine is critical because it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm gonna go to church, you know. Oh, I feel great. Like praise yeah. the Lord, and then just get caught up in whatever BS you're doing, you know. Um, but just like sticking with it and investing yourself continually, um, like I said, allow those walls to come down and see clearly. Yeah, I I, I agree with that 100. It's it's as I surrendered, I found resilience. Mm-hmm. I found that like I'm relentless towards my goals. Um, but I also found myself instead of being so rigid, I found that I was more flexible in my goals as well. Um, and like the weird part about that is I started to gain uh, momentum when it came to my purpose again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found opportunities that were popping up like out of nowhere, you know, and I, yeah. I, I started, I started watering these seeds and they led me to so many different things I never would have imagined myself never. doing, yeah. but I found myself passionate about those things again. Mm-hmm. And I found myself all of a sudden, uh, I had lived a life from year one to five with no passion, broken, lost, no purpose. So all of a sudden I'm finding passion. I'm finding purpose. I'm regaining independence. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know, maybe this life isn't that bad. Right. You know, now I find myself in opportunities and situations that I don't know if I didn't get hurt, I would have. No way. I, I truly don't think so. And I think along the way, not just the injury, but the experiences that, you know, the relationships, the, you know, the ups and the downs, especially like had they not occurred, I probably would have just totally remained yeah. complacent in the place I was at. Yeah. You know, like I had a great job granted, but like I may still just be selling bottles, you know? Yeah. Like, and I loved it and it was a great thing, but it's like, dude, I, I, I'm doing bigger shit now and stuff that just feels so good. And that things that I feel like I'm actually having impact in like serving others, even though like, serving myself because my business or platform it's all that but it's like when you take yourself out of the picture and make it about others it, I, I feel like it just returns more to yourself like yeah. you you get more out of giving than you do and taking like oh, all 100%, day percent yeah all day you know and i found that and like that's the shit that like okay like i can celebrate this because i mean wow i i know you know that god's got this you know people are doing research I feel like for sure in our lifetime, we're going to be out of this damn chair. Oh, yeah. Sooner than later. Sooner than later. why wait and sulk and bitch and moan when we can invest in ourselves and build our empire now? Yeah. So that when that time comes around, you can enjoy that. Like, why do you want to start then? Like, don't wait. Like, you got to start now. Put in the time, the work, the effort, the blood, the sweat, the tears. Because, you know, when at times... When the it comes time to collect that reward and start living life, you don't want to play catch up. You don't yeah. want to be like, oh, I wish I actually would have done physical therapy. Now I gotta work on my bone density so I could stand up and start yeah. working on these legs that they cured and made work. Now you know it's like, dude, you gotta just put in the time. Put in the time, but also forget about timelines. Yeah, there was. Oh yeah, there's been so many. So I've had a couple girls that I've dated that had this timeline, like. By mm-hmm. 30, I got to have this. By 32, I got to have this. Yeah. And like, I live by those timelines. Yeah. You know, and what I realized is those are just like, all those do is restrain you. All those do is bring you grief. Yeah. Because in life, there are certain things that you just can't put a time on, you know? And For also, sure. too, time is like, to me, I've come, come to realize, especially this year, all the craziness, right? Is um, it's a privilege to grow old. It's not a guarantee. 
you know, and I'm not going to live a life that I feel like, oh, by 35, I have to have this accomplished or I got to be this, that, and the other. As long as I know day in and day out, I'm bettering myself. I think for me, what I realized and like, this is the one lesson I've learned through the whole journey of eight years is self mastery. And I look at myself as like, okay, like if I was a character or like a, uh, a, a player on a game, like a fighter, I, lo- mm-hmm. I can look at myself on the screen. Okay, these are my weaknesses. These are my strengths. Yeah. And I just look at those weaknesses. Okay, how can I improve that? You know, and I, just, I take that day by day. For sure. You know what I mean? And because that's the only thing I can really control is, my, is how I improve daily. Otherwise, life's a journey. It's our greatest teacher. And every day there's going to be lessons taught to you. For sure. And those lessons come, I think, from investing in the process. Yeah. Uh, you know, putting your effort into the process. Don't focus on the result. Just focus on the process. You know, uh, but break down investment because it's easy to say invest. What is what is when you invest in something? What does that mean to you? An investment is, I think, taking something that you own. You know, I own my time. I own my effort. I own my feelings. um, I own my money, and then putting it into a stock. You want to call it a stock, whatever, something so that it will grow. You know, you invest into something so that it will grow and return to you greater than what you gave. So I invest my time. Am I going to invest my time into scrolling aimlessly through Instagram? Or could I cut that in half and invest 50% of that time into listening to an audiobook about, you know, turning my business into something better, right. you know, making me a better manager? That was an easy, uh, tough, you know, choice because it's easy to get, you know, caught up in that, yeah. you know, especially if you listened to our episode last week about social media, yeah, um, you know, but it's an investment that I made and it's something that I will have more knowledge because of that and I will in turn hopefully make better decisions for my business, which will hopefully in turn return more money, more leads, more whatever, right. however you want to look at it just from that simple investment. Yeah, uh, You know, you own your effort. Um, okay, you could sit on your ass and you could watch TV, Netflix, whatever, especially right now during COVID. Right. Or you could sit, you know, and take a half hour on your floor, wherever, do some push ups, do some sit ups, run in place, do some lunges. Like, you don't need a gym. Just because it's closed doesn't mean you can't go and put in that effort. Yeah. Uh, you own that effort. And because of that, you're going to feel good. You're going to pump some endorphins through your body. You're going to burn those calories. From all those stupid Cheetos you've been eating, all that stuff during quarantine, you know, it's like these are the little investments that you make. And you know what? Like you are dealing with uh, anxiety, depression, things that um, are hurting you on a day to day. You can invest into seeing a therapist or a psychologist. Yeah. You can invest in your mind, and investing in the mind is something I cannot stress enough how critically important it is. Like, if anything that we've learned from this is like how powerful the mind is like my body is still paralyzed i still can only shake these shoulders and lift my arms a little bit um take some steps if i'm supported but i what do i do with that on a day-to-day nothing it's my mind and those investments in my mind have taken me now to places that i couldn't have imagined just like we're doing these things that we couldn't have thought possible and i think it comes from those small investments consistently you know you have to remain consistent with those investments because you know, doing 50 push-ups, you know, in one sitting once a week, not going to do anything. You do that multiple times a week, exactly. you're going to start seeing results, you know, and you fall back and it's okay. We're human. We have, you know, 
you know, we do fall back on things. We do slip back into bad habits, but you have to remain, you know, with your eyes on the prize. Absolutely. Um, not the results, but the prize being the journey and the dedication to that journey. So yeah, that's kind of what I mean on investment. I, I think the biggest difference between uh, Sunny before spinal cord injury and Sunny now is our most valuable um, commodity, our most valuable real estate of ourselves is our time and our emotions. Yeah. And if, you know what I mean? I never took stock of that before. I gave them away freely. Yeah. To anybody, to anyone who in halftime they did not deserve it. Yep. So now when I look at my life, my because I value my time, mm-hmm. because I value my emotions, I find myself in more meaningful relationships, yeah. more meaningful friendships. And when it comes to opportunities job wise, I find myself in more meaningful jobs. Yeah. But that didn't change until I changed. You know, and if you're sitting there and you're really like, oh, why do I always date losers? Why am I always in these horrible jobs? You don't value your time. You don't mm-hmm. value your emotions. And until you could figure that out and channel that, your life will never change. Yeah. And one other thing to value is your potential. Yes. Got to value your potential. And that's what I didn't value for all those years. And it held me back so much. Uh, and once you preach. realize what the hell you're capable of even in the worst of circumstances the worst the of worst, circumstances like, like literally yes. they suck like you're capable of so much if your heart's beating if you're breathing that's something to celebrate and yeah. it's like damn our stubborn asses took years to get to this point but it's yeah. like you push through it and damn the other side is so bright yeah you know and that's something like every day should celebrate life because of that speaking of celebrating yeah you're eight so what are you celebrating this year? What is or, or over the yeah. last eight years? What is something you could really say, man? I'm glad that I figured this out. I did this that. Like, what are your celebrations right now? Yeah, for me, man, I think uh, not coming full circle, but like just the sum of all my investments, the years, the time that I put into grad school, going back and getting my leadership certificate. All of the time and money I put into, you know, getting help to work on my mental state and my emotions, Um, you know, all the physical therapy, getting me to a place where, you know, I can operate during a work day and put things out there. Um, Just adding all these weapons to my arsenal because of all that, Um, you know, investing into my faith and spiritual help to keep me motivated moving forward, you know, blindly just knowing that, you know, I have like optimism and you know i'm like eager for what i don't even know is coming yeah you know because i know it's it's like it's in my plan and it's going to be great um seeing all those things come to fruition and launching my first business um and trying to use that business to help people and help their business and help their missions tell people stories that can impact others um i'm really psyched on that and i know that i wouldn't be in the place i'm in today had I not, you know, put that time and that effort in, um, you know, to try and be a better person, yeah. you know, so that I came off, you know, in a positive way so that people wanted to engage with me further and brought me networking opportunities that led to this, that led to that, you know, who introduced me to who, and now I'm doing this. It's like all those things are building on themselves and it's turning into something. Yeah. And finally now I'm building for myself and it's like, you know, I was kind of building blindly for a while, and now it's all coming together. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm no engineer, but it's like doing all that little stuff on the inside doesn't yeah. really look like much, but now it's like the engine's coming together. 
you know, I'm staring at a sexy little V12 right here, just yeah. ready to take off, you know? Yeah. So just keep on building. And that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited to see things coming to fruition, um, you know, and uh, I'm happy with the person I am today. Definitely. I know that, uh, you know, Marty pre-injury was a lot of fun, a lot of energy, Same. you know, athletic, doing all that stuff. But I am proud of the man that sits before you today stands only when i'm on my easy stand (laughs) um you know like i'm proud of that and i'm proud of how i treat others you know and proud of how i treat myself because most important longer than ever or i mean longer than i can remember i never treated myself well right um i always had an idea of perfection and performance and uh you know now i'm actually performing and i don't have the expectation that i need to be perfect and uh Cause I know, I, I know it's not possible, but yeah. you can be perfect in your effort and putting it forward, you know, at, and the results at the end of the day, it's not on me. God's got this. Hell yeah. Well, I'm proud of you, bud. Thanks bro. What before, about you? Well, Eight years in. Before I talk about me, man, I just want to highlight everything you just said right now. And, and cause I've been a part of your journey pretty much from day one. Absolutely. And, uh, I've seen you grow a lot. I've seen you open up a lot, especially during this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I co-sign everything you say. It's not you humble bragging like it's real. I see nice, it. Bro. And, um, you know, I've always admired your inner strength mm. through thick and thin, through all the hurdles that we go through. Uh, man, you always come out the other end better. Well, I know I wouldn't be here today so. if I didn't borrow, you know, some of the strength that you've, you yeah, know, man. brought it's, to me in mutual. this, in this bromance. So, you know, I got you. You got me. <clears throat> That's enough kissing your ass. So Anyways, let's talk about me got, most yeah. importantly here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from day one, I just felt like I was looking through a tunnel and there was just no, no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And, um, I just look back at all the, the struggles and all the, just getting through all these, these things that we've been faced with and slapped in the face with. And, um, I'm proud of the relationships I've built yep. first and foremost. Um, and I feel like the relationships that were there before my accident that are still here now, are just so much stronger, deeper, um, and just lifelong relationships that I, I will always cherish and appreciate. Um, the person I've changed into, uh, my priorities before were all about partying and girls and um, yeah. you know being a half-assed friend, where now I feel like I'm reliable. Yeah. I feel like um, my character's intact, and I feel like I, I lead with, with integrity and honesty more mm-hmm. than ever. Um, and I'm just glad that I've been able to carve out a place in this world for me. Yeah. I, I didn't fit fit in my whole life. And I really didn't fit in when I got put in a wheelchair. Yeah, for sure. And now I feel like I fit. And I feel like I found my purpose. I found my why. Every day I get up, I have a why. That's yep. greater than any excuse I can come up with. Um, and just this past year, just being on my own and just, you know, I'm still sit there. I'm like, wow, okay, I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, I'm doing it. And um, it's gratifying. And it's rewarding. And uh, this year when I pass the anniversary, it's it's not going to be a day I have to pump myself up on. I feel like I'm just going to be like, all right, man, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing this damn thing. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm making it. Doing, I'm doing, I'm doing it yeah, well. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's, to me, it's just going to be like a breath of fresh air. It's been a crazy year, almost mm-hmm. a waste of a year. Because it's, yeah. it's been, it's been, it is what it is. But um, overall, I'm just happy that uh, I'm healthy. I'm happy that I have the yeah. friendships I have. Uh, the opportunities are still presenting themselves each and every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if there's somebody out there struggling, um, 
man, you just, you got to take it one day at a time. You got to just, it's, it's not always going to look pretty. Hell no. It's not always going to look pretty. And there's lots of days where, you know, we had to get through it, Yeah. you know, and there was all kinds of things happening in the background that maybe most people don't know about, but got to embrace it. Got to embrace gotta, it. Okay. You got to embrace the suck. Yeah. You know, someone I know, yeah. Brent Gleason wrote this book, embrace the suck, former seal. Yeah. Uh, man, it, that suck, that pain, that suffering, that's the secret sauce, yeah. man. That's the stuff. That's where growth happens. You know, you can't, yeah. a muscle can't, you know, grow until it's broken down. Yeah. You got to break that down. You know, sometimes, you know, if, you know, you think you're buried, maybe you're just being planted. And I, I, know? I know we make it sound easy, but sometimes you just got to, you got to smile and laugh through all the bullshit too. Yeah. It's hard. We know it because we've been there. Yeah. Um, and if you're going through it, find someone that can ad- advocate for you. Find that, find that person that is going to, you know, be there to be your strength when you don't have it. Because yeah. I, I know that is so critically important. A lot of people don't have the support that I know I did. Um, you know, so if you need that help, feel free to ask us. I yeah. mean, we'll, we'll shed any bit of information, help, support that we can. Uh, if you're really struggling, you know, really, you know, I encourage you guys to, you know, seek help. I think yeah. therapy, a psychologist helped me dearly. You know, the times that you have you, you had know, a psychologist the whole time, not the whole time on and off. OK, but, uh, you know, I, I did have a, a good stint there for a while, probably around year four yeah. year, you know, somewhere in there. And we're both guys that haven't medicated. We don't take antidepressants. Dude, we don't do any of that killers. stuff. Nothing. Uh Nothing. We deal with our pain, but yeah, you, you seek help with a psychiatrist. Um, I know I've vented millions and millions of times to some close people that are in my yeah. circle, you know, um, mm-hmm. but sometimes talking about it is actually the best thing to do. And we're not yeah. talking about social media posts. We're talking about actually face to face or phone conversations yeah. and just get it off. Forget your chest. social. It's not going to be real anyways. Yeah. You know, maybe it's heartfelt, um, but you want to have someone that, you know, maybe it's a complete outsider. Yeah. That, you know, doesn't have a vested, vested interest to try and just make you feel better and say what you, you know, may need to hear in that moment, but really give you cons- some constructive feedback and you know some tactics about how to yeah. work on that, that old brain upstairs because it's a strong thing, man. Yeah. So, and we're true testaments too. Sometimes the worst imaginable thing that could happen to you could actually be the best thing that happens to you. Yeah. And we're not just saying that to blow smoke up anybody's ass. I mean, this mm-hmm. is literally our nightmares, but man, it's led to some like amazing opportunities. You know, it's like, I just, every time I play that movie in my head, I keep thinking, man, if this didn't happen, would I be where I'm at today? And I can't have, I don't have a good answer for that. I I don't think so. I really don't think so wholeheartedly. Yeah, man. Well, that's something to celebrate. You know, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Proud of us. I'm really, really, really proud of you. Really proud, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm proud of you, Wheel World. Keep fighting, man. It's we know how tough it is. Yeah. Um, just know that together we're stronger. Um, come together as a community, be there for people in need. Um, be a good person. And you know, you always got us here yeah. on the other end. Feel free to shoot us a DM, comment below. Um, you know, and if you guys like what you see, please just like, share, and subscribe. Share this message with someone yeah. in need. How about that? Let's challenge you with that. Share this episode with someone who needs it. It's- and if they don't need it, someone who may just enjoy it. Celebrate life today. As we yeah. celebrate ours, celebrate your life today. That's mm-hmm. all. That's what we challenge you on today. Just celebrate this life. Yep. It may take longer than you think or may want, but hey, surrender. Give up that control. Grow. Love right, you guys. guys. Love, love you guys. guys. We'll talk to you later.